Cześć Orzełki, tu Viola i Marcin. Uczymy się angielskiego poprzez naturalną konwersację i słuchanie. Jeśli chcielibyście czytać w trakcie słuchania, zapraszamy na stronę naturalnyangielski.com, gdzie znajdziecie transkrypcję i tłumaczenia wszystkich odcinków. What is one of the toughest parts of taking a vacation abroad? I think it's knowing how to get from point A to point B. Thankfully, today we can do a lot of research online before we get to our destination, and once we get there, it's easy to look things up on our phones. But I guarantee that at least once, you'll find yourself asking someone for directions. You may ask the receptionist at your hotel about the closest grocery store, or maybe you have the address of a rooftop cafe you wanted to visit, but once you arrive at the correct address and you're standing in front of the building, You don't know where the cafe's hidden entrance is. What I'm trying to say is, you can't always plan every little thing. So, it's important to be prepared. And the type of preparation we'll go over today is knowing how to ask for directions and knowing how to understand directions. So, let's say you just flew into the country you're visiting. What is the first thing you may need to find? Well, it'll probably be the transportation to your hotel. So, whether it's the train, the bus, or the car rental, you can either try to follow the signs at the airport or maybe ask someone which way to go. You may want to practice phrases like How can I get to the train station? Where is the subway or metro station? In America, we like to say subway, but I think they prefer to say metro in Europe. Maybe your hotel has a bus that takes the hotel guests from the airport to the hotel, We call that bus a shuttle bus because it travels back and forth between two places. In that case, you would say, where can I find my shuttle bus? So, this is where understanding directions comes in. You can ask all the questions you want, but understanding the answer is important in order for you to get to your destination. What are some of the common phrases for giving directions? Of course, we have go left, go right, or turn left, or turn right. Simple enough. Level and left start with the same letter, so that was always a giveaway for me. Sometimes we say make a right or make a left instead of turn right or turn left, but it means the same thing. Go straight and then keep going straight. Keep going meaning 
don't stop. We usually say keep going straight to mean you may be going straight for a while. At the airport, someone may say you'll pass the McDonald's or keep going until you pass the McDonald's and then turn right. The McDonald's, in this case, would be the landmark. A landmark is an object that people can easily see or recognize. And when you're a tourist, you may be visiting famous landmarks like the Eiffel Tower. But when giving directions, whether walking or driving, you may use landmarks such as a statue of a woman, a big red house, or a church to help someone figure out where they are. Since we're talking about passing a McDonald's, let's quickly look at the words pass, P-A-S-S, and past, P-A-S-T. I'll try to simplify the difference between these two when giving directions. You can use pass to indicate what someone will see on their left or right as they walk or drive. You'll pass the bathroom and the bookstore and your gate will be on the left. You can use past to indicate a point that someone has to go beyond. Once you get past security, you'll see the lounge next to gate 11. Or once you get past the big crowd standing in the middle, you'll see your gate. So you go past a certain point. What if you're at a big airport and you have to get to a different terminal to make your connecting flight? You may ask someone, how long will it take to get there from here? An answer to that usually sounds like it's a 15-minute walk. If you hurry, maybe you can make it in 10. You would get a similar answer when asking someone, how far is it? People like to answer questions about distance with time, not distance. Meaning, if someone asks, do you live far from the airport? Most people like to answer with something like, I live 20 minutes from the airport. And although it's not fully correct, everyone understands it. This is one of my pet peeves. A pet peeve is a minor annoyance or something small that bugs you. In this case, I think we should be a little more specific. So to answer, do you live far from the airport? Either say, no, it's just a 20-minute drive or 20 minutes by car, or give the actual distance to be clearer. It's about 10 miles. If you are traveling between airport terminals, remember that if you're not walking there, 
you're probably taking the train. Some trains are underground and some are above ground. So that's something you'll have to keep in mind when reading signs. Speaking of reading signs, I would also advise you to learn words like entrance, exit, and restrooms not only in English, but in the language of the country you're visiting. There will be times where you'll have to read directions, and if you're in a rush to find the bathroom or an exit, every second counts. What I always like to have with me during international travel is a little guidebook about the country or area I'm visiting. A guidebook will not only give you information about the sites you'll visit, but it will usually have a list of survival phrases you may need to use during your trip and their pronunciations. I know you can do everything on your phone these days, but it's kind of nice to have all of this information in your hand and be able to read it on the plane, in the car, while you're standing in line somewhere, or anywhere you may not have Wi-Fi. Another thing to remember about receiving directions, whether outside or in a big building, is that some people feel it's easier to use cardinal points, which refer to the four main points on a compass north, south, east, and west. When I was learning English a long time ago, I had a hard time remembering which one is east and which one is west. North and south weren't so difficult, not sure why. Maybe because N comes before S in the alphabet, so N is on top and S is on the bottom but East and West were a challenge. Then the movie Wild Wild West with Will Smith came out, and I remembered that the Polish way to say Wild West is Dziki Zachód. Jeśli West oznacza Zachód, to East musi oznaczać Wschód. This helped me, and maybe it'll help you too. Let's go back to directions on the street. You may be looking for a specific place like a church or a place you may need in the moment, like a pharmacy. Your questions would sound like this. Where is the Church of St. Francis? Or where is the nearest pharmacy? Practice phrases like near and nearest, and far and farthest. Is there a bathroom nearby? And where is the nearest bathroom? These are really the same questions. I'm sure you won't be asking anyone where the farthest bathroom is, but you may hear something along the lines of, there is a public bathroom on this street, but it is kind of far from here. If I'm in a restaurant, let's say, I sometimes ask, could you point me toward the bathroom, please? 
It doesn't necessarily mean that I want the person to point with his finger, although he may, but it's just an understanding that I'm asking for some quick help in finding the bathroom, and he'll give me a quick answer. Of course, it's also important to know the meanings of words like next to, behind, in front of, and across the street. Your conversations with strangers may sound like this. Excuse me, I thought the bus station was next to the school, but I can't find it. What you may hear back is, no, the bus station is across the street from the school, right behind you. Here's a little tip for those of you visiting big cities. Don't waste time when asking a question. People on the streets of New York, for example, don't like to stop and answer whenever a stranger says, excuse me. That is because usually somebody is trying to sell something or even distract you and steal something. Also, most people are usually in a rush to get somewhere. My tip for getting an answer is to just shout your question. Which way is Central Park? That way, the person knows you actually need help and will point or stop or give you quick directions. Other words to remember are intersection, where two streets meet, traffic light, stop sign, corner, know what a roundabout is, which some people call a circle because the road is a circle, although we don't have very many of those in America. I'll also throw in a bonus phrase here, which sounds a little funny, but I want you to know what it means if you hear it. The phrase is, kitty corner, or sometimes catty corner. Kitty corner means diagonally opposite, so not directly across from, but on a diagonal. The bank is kitty corner from the bakery. Unfortunately, there are no kitties or cats involved here. I believe this phrase just sounds like the French phrase it came from. To close out this episode, listen to these example directions I'll give and see if you can follow along. Excuse me, how can I get to the bakery? Make a right at the stop sign, then the first left. Keep going straight until you reach the second traffic light. At the light, make a right. Keep driving for another mile until you'll see a really big fountain, and the bakery will be on the southeast corner of the intersection. Did you get it? That's all for today. If you like this podcast, kindly rate it on your listening app or leave a review. Ratings and reviews help smaller podcasts like mine get discovered. Thanks for listening. Until next time.